Hi guys, welcome to Harmony's War Cry, where twice a month we talk about what sparks you. We talk about sex, love, career, your passions, style, and everything in between. Now my goal here is to help you find your inner adventurer and help you live vividly. So let's chase that spark. Hi guys. Okay. So before we get into the episode, I want to give you an update on what's going on with Harmony's war cry. She will be no more coming January, 2020. I'm excited to say Harmony's war cry will have evolved into a whole new program. So my passion and my desire to help you navigate your life with real and raw stories are going to evolve into interviews and collaborations with awesome podcasters and coaches. So hold tight, bear with, and watch and see how Harmony's War Cry evolves in the coming year. Enjoy the episode. Hi guys, welcome to Harmony's War Cry episode number 76. How's everybody doing? Who's doing the math? How many episodes do we have left for the rest of the year? Does anybody know? If I do them twice a month and it's middle of November, I'd say what? Like two? Maybe three? Because guess what? Harmony's War Cry is going to be no more. As you heard me say in the beginning of the show, I am rebranded officially as the Bliss Broker. I'm super freaking excited. I am now the Bliss Broker on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I am going to be creating new cover art, and I'm doing a photo shoot in January to before I launch the new everything. Not only the new podcast, the new support group, the new community, but also my brain and body program, which I'm super excited to share with you guys. So uh, stay tuned, you people, because the Bliss Broker is going to be coming in fierce with some awesome content with beautiful interviews with awesome people that are in the wellness industry in all ways, shape or form. We're doing people that work with oils, people that are coaches and guided meditation and um, fitness instructors and nutritionists and, you know, overall wellness. That's what I want to bring you guys. Just the tools to help you navigate your shit to your best ability. I want to help you get better. I want to help you be strong. I want to help you ask for the things that you need in this life. And in doing that, um, you're going to be able to share that with other people. There's the ripple effect, right? So it's all, we're all connected. So my new favorite word that I learned at an event last week is Ubuntu. And it's a Zulu word, stands for humanity. And it essentially means to quote, I am because you are. And so it is a it is a basic idea of the fact that we're all connected, that we all in one way, shape or form are the same. We all want to be seen. We all want to be heard. We all want to be loved for who we are. And that's what I'm doing here. That's what I'm trying to create here is a community of, and a place where people can come together, listen and get some help, be a part of my community on Facebook and um, just all the things, all the awesome things. And I'm, I'm glad that you came to listen today. A series of events, which I like to believe is synchronicity or what people online are calling the woo now, um, is what brought me to talk about this, the topic of trauma. I originally was not going to talk about trauma today. Um, but life, you know, shows itself to us. And I felt that it important because of all of the things that are happening to me, all awesome things that are happening to me, the 
have helped me overcome my traumas, have made me want to share what I know about it. In case you're dealing with the trauma, I'm going to offer up some symptoms of trauma. I'm going to offer up positive and negative ways to cope with trauma. I'm going to offer up, um, summarize what I think can help you if you're dealing with the trauma. And, um, I'm just going to leave you with some positive thoughts about why negatives are so important in our lives and why they serve a purpose. So synchronicity is super cool. Uh, I found in my research that that particular term was coined by Carl Jung, which is a Swiss psychologist back in the day, like I think in the twenties is when he started working with synchronicity. And then in 1951, he was in Switzerland at what they call the Uranus lectures. They still happen to this day. They're very similar to like Ted talks, but old school, um, I think they started in like the 30s, I think. 1933 is the number that's coming to my head, but don't quote me. So in 1951, Carl Jung went to these lectures and he presented a topic about synchronicity, how it's associated with the paranormal. Since Mr. Carl Jung experienced the paranormal since he was a child and I found all that really cool and that's coming in 2020 because I've decided I'm going to do a podcast topic about it because it was so interesting. I found myself down a very deep rabbit hole about synchronicity, but the long and short of it is the definition for synchronicity per Mr. Webster on Google is quote, the simultaneous occurrence of events, which appear significantly related, but have no discernible causal connection, end quote. Um, uh, some other people might say it's coincidence, whatever, however you want to look at it, pay attention. There's answers in those synchronicities. I promise. I've been living them for a very long time. And it wasn't until I started really paying attention to the synchronicities in my life that my life got better. So synchronicity is related to the law of attraction, which is um, how this is connected. And what I'm talking about today is I use the law of attraction every day um, to under to get myself to where I want to be in my life. So my whole goal is to be a full-fledged coach, full-time. I want to help people with clarity, with confidence, with overall wellness, I want to make them find their inner warrior. I want them to live fiercely. I want them to live with fear, but overcome it. I want them to do things regardless. I want them to find their spark, find what makes them tick. And I want to give them the tools to go after those things. That's my whole goal. So the way I use the law of attraction and how the law of attraction is directly related to synchronicity is... If you've heard of the secret, you probably have. Um, it's basically when you've set your intention to manifest something in your life. Some people accidentally manifest bad things, but um, you use the law of attraction, a.k.a. the secret, and think positive thoughts. You envision yourself in that role, and slowly things begin, we hope, to happen in our favor which in turn moves us closer to who we want to be, what we desire, whatever. People desire all different sorts of things. Um, some more in the way of money and cars and homes, others in a way of love, connection, um, career, whatever. It's different for everybody. But I found it to be important to bring to you at the top of this episode today because it is what led me to wanting to talk about trauma today when I originally was going to do the podcast on something completely different. So I'm briefly going to talk to you about trauma and how understanding our trauma and paying attention to our trauma and digging deep into our trauma as opposed to shoving it under the rug is super freaking important to not only your well-being and your state of mind, but to 
you moving forward and you being successful in whatever it is that you're trying to manifest. So if you're over there envisioning yourself in one way and you're trying to manifest this beautiful life for yourself, I can promise you if you don't deal with the bag of shit that's left behind you, you're not going to ever get to those things fully. And if you do get to them, you're not going to stay with them long because you'll feel imposter syndrome. You won't feel deserving of having those beautiful things. So you're going to sabotage them. Trust me, I've done it more than five times. Um, so traumas appear in all different types of ways. There's different levels of trauma. If you want to know more about adult trauma um, or how your childhood trauma is affecting you as an adult is what I mean to say. Um, there is a way to find out how to deal with that. So there's what they call an ACEs quiz. It's 10 questions. You can get through them pretty quick. Um, I took the test online last week. I finished it in about two to three minutes. Um, it's essentially a yes or no answer. And it gives you a number on a scale of one to 10. So I was listening to a podcast last week called Terrible Thanks for Asking. I'm going to leave all this stuff in the show notes. She's doing a series right now on trauma. And last week was the first episode in a series of three. And she, the host, did the ACEs quiz and she scored a one. The girl she was interviewing scored a four. And when I took it that same day, I scored a seven, which didn't come to a surprise, any surprise to me. The highest, as I said, you can get is a 10. Um, I've been dealing with my traumas my whole life. I've, I, in some way, you know, whether that way was self-medicating and partying and ignoring them, that was still how I was choosing to deal with them, right? By not dealing with them. Um, it wasn't until I started really paying attention to my trauma and I quit pointing the finger and playing the victim at, you know, getting mad about why people were treating me a certain way or why shit kept happening to me. Or, you know, I'd hear myself being woeful all the time. And I finally realized, wait a second, I heard that term that when you've got one finger pointed at somebody else, there's four fingers pointing back at you or at least three, <laughs> however you point a finger. Um, and I thought, holy shit, I've got to look inside myself and understand why all this is going on. And maybe that's where the answers are. So back in the day, when I first moved here to Asheville, pre-Google, um, you know, pre-everything being at your fingertips, I didn't even have a cell phone. So I found myself going to the bookstore. I'd find myself with a big, giant chocolate frappuccino, sitting Indian style in the aisle of the self-help self section somewhat shamefully, <laughs> uh, trying to figure out what my problem was. And I found books and I'd flip through them and I'd stay there for two, three hours sometimes just trying to feel okay in my own skin and trying to understand why these relationships weren't working and why my friendships weren't working and why I was making bad decisions in my life by smoking and drinking and trying drugs and all the stuff. So in that I learned about myself. I, I learned, you know, how when one door closes, another one opens. I learned that when we struggle through traumas or when bad things happen to us, we tend to punish ourselves. And in punishing ourselves, we end up making really bad decisions. We don't look at ourselves as living in the long term if we don't really want to live long term. So, it's why smoking and drinking and being bad to your body is not really a big deal. So you may look over at somebody sitting on a bar stool getting hammered and they're smoking cigarettes and you're wondering yourself because you're in a place of wellness now, well, how can they be that way? Well, probably, unfortunately, because they don't have any self-love. They don't value themselves. And a lot of that is probably coming from a place of trauma. It's something that they learned or something terrible happened to them. So 
if I leave you with anything today, I want you to understand that trauma is important to deal with. And if it's something that you're denying or something that you're not accepting as trauma or you're justifying it, quit doing that. So as we know, there's many different types of trauma. It can, you know, it's a broad spectrum. It's anything from childhood issues. Um, If you're anything like me, a trauma for me was just not having my mom around as much as I wanted. She was a single mom and she worked really hard to take care of me and worked multiple jobs. And so I didn't get to see her a lot. And that was traumatizing to me. And um, for for others, it may be... um, their parents are around, but they just don't care about them or they don't have the things that they need, the necessities. They don't have clothes. They don't have the food that they want. Um, maybe there's the powers getting turned off. Maybe you were suffered in the military or you were abused in a romantic relationship with domestic violence, either verbally or physically, or maybe you were in a natural disaster of some sort. There's all different ways that traumas can and will happen to you. Um, some of the symptoms of trauma that I want you to pay attention to, and I want you to, um, see if they're happening in yourself and pay attention to the loved ones around you, your friends and family, coworkers even, are withdrawal, anxiety, denial, mood swings, um, feeling hopeless, feeling disconnected. Um, there's a million more, but those are the big ones. Pay attention to that in yourself and other people. Pay attention to the words that are coming out of your mouth, either whether you notate them, you journal them, you enter them into your phone. They're important to pay attention to. They're happening for a reason. Um, there's obviously when those things start happening to us, we're going to start coping. We're going to want to cope with them. It's part of what is the design of a human being is to have immediate gratification. And so if you're struggling with something, you're going to have two options, whether to, to fix those and go after those in a positive way or a negative way. And obviously negatives is going to be substance abuse. It's going to be drug drug use, um, retreating from your friends and family or normal things that you would, you would do in any given, like events and experiences. And all of a sudden you just don't want to do those things anymore. You're isolating. Um, being on guard or being hypervigilant, that's huge. Like if you find yourself being in fight or flight mode, um, and exhausted at the end of the day, there's a reason for that. Your body's trying to tell you something, or if you're like, as I said before, you're in, you're involving yourself in risky behavior. So you're smoking without worrying about it. You're over drinking, overeating, not feeding yourself properly, or you're promiscuous, or you're having sex without condoms, whatever you're, you're putting yourself and you're shoo-shooing the impact that that can have, those choices can have on your life. That is a negative way to cope with stress, trauma, any of that. So pay attention to those. And hopefully when you start doing the work and you start accepting that trauma for what it is, you can start thinking about your perpetrator or the perpetrators or the incidents and understanding them for what they are. It's going to start taking the blame off of you because a lot of people blame themselves for the bad things that happen to us. And it's not going to end well if you do that. So I want to leave you guys with a positive, some positive ways to deal and cope with these stresses and these traumas, because it's very, very important. And it's not easy to do in the beginning. And if you can take baby steps and whatever you can do to immerse yourself in um, positive self-care actions, like 
uh, put people on your Instagram or in your feed that are doing or that have overcome something that are making positive, that are inspiring you, motivating you every day, start changing up the algorithm of your social media. So you start seeing that stuff more and you're not looking at things that are like romanticizing, uh, booze and social, uh, experiences and smoking pot. And I don't have anything against any of that for anybody. Everybody's on their own path. I have zero judgment, trust me. Um, but just pay attention to what you fill your brain with every day, because it goes back to that whole term. If you stay in a barbershop long enough, you're going to end up getting a haircut. So surround yourself with people and things that you aspire to be a part of is all I can say. So maybe take one day of the week where you would normally be at the bar and go take a yoga class or go to the gym or go walk in the park and do something one time a week or one time a month for that matter and step outside of your comfort zone and just watch how your life starts to change. It's going to be painfully hard to do in the beginning, but I invite you to continue to do it. Reach out to me for help or somebody if you need that guidance. Um, obviously there's ways, um, to cope, like I said, but some of the big ones and they're going to cost is like CBT, which is, it's a behavioral therapy. It's cognitive behavioral therapy. So it's a way for you to be helped in a therapist environment. Uh, why you're essentially rehashing the things that have happened to you and you're helping to rewire your brain so that you're not focusing so much on the negative and you're starting to view those things differently. You're, it's a way to shift your perspectives, which is super important. Um, you're not so much looking at life through rose colored glasses. You're seeing everything very clear for what it is. And that is only going to help you understand why it happened the way that it did, which is going to shift the blame off of yourself. So um, also under a therapist, um, I is guided exposure to your trauma so depending on what your trauma is, if you immerse yourself in that in baby steps with a guide, it is very, very helpful. As I said, you're creating new paths in your brain. And if you can create bad paths, then you know you can just as easily create new path, good paths. So it's that whole balance thing, right? Positive, negative. Um, take control of your life, you guys. I want you to get help. I want you to open up. I want you to find somebody that you trust. Be honest with them. Be clear about, with them about how you're feeling, and even if it's one person. But at the beginning, if you can find a community maybe where you can be just like in the shadows, watching other people interact, if it's a Facebook group or a local group at a church or in an event space or whatever, there's people out there that have gone through what you've gone through, I promise. It's just a matter of finding your village, right? Um, so I just want you to know that positive ways to start making um, – a movement in a direction that's going to help you live a happier life and a fuller life is exercise. Obviously, nobody wants to hear this, but it's true. Um, healthy eating, taking care of yourself, trying to incorporate one healthy thing into your life, maybe not going um, through a fast food line on Thursdays. I don't know. Create something that's going to help you make little baby steps over time. I know this is going to suck when I say this too, but reducing stimulants. So caffeine, coffee, cigarettes, that type of thing. Limit your alcohol. If you don't want to quit altogether, I know it's baby steps, but try to limit it as much as you can because it is a depressant. We know that. And ultimately it will make you feel worse beyond your control. Um, be open again with the people that you trust. Be clear with people in your life. This is going to be a doozy and harder to do, but set boundaries respectfully with the people that are in your circle. 
for your own benefit. It's not about telling them what to do. It's just about being very clear on what you're comfortable with. And if you can get to a point where you can start saying no to people that you would normally say yes to, even when you didn't want to try to do that too. Um, when we hide inside of our traumas or we hide inside of our issues or experiences that have happened to us, it creates an instant shame, which is instantly creating anxiety. It is feeding the stigma train and it there's no good that's going to come from that. So if you can find, I, I, if I've said it once, I'm going to say it a hundred times, find somebody that you trust to open up with, find a community, find your people, find a village, reach out for help. I was always terrible at reaching out for help. I half the time wouldn't even, as close as I am with my mom, I wouldn't even tell her things. I didn't tell her about my molestation um, until a few years ago because I didn't want her to feel like it was her fault or I didn't want her to feel bad about it. And I um, held on to that for her. And um, as a way to protect her, and it's how I rationalized it in my head, but I'm, I'm promising you, it, the more you open up about the things that are, you're struggling with in your life, no matter how little or big it is, the quicker you're going to be able to overcome it and move into a different chapter of your life. Um, there's, there shouldn't be any shame surrounding that. I want you to know that you can be confident and you can be direct with people. It's going to get easier the more that you do it. But I just want you to know that trauma is a bitch. It happens. It's real. Everybody deals with it. If they say they haven't, they're lying. Um, and I don't mean that disrespectfully. I just mean that they're maybe not in a place where they're ready to deal with those things that they're telling themselves in their head for whatever reason, it's totally normal. Um, so anyway, I'm going to leave you guys with that. I want to leave you with one final thought is trauma is negative. Obviously a lot of negative things happen to us in any given day. Um, some within our control, some that aren't, but in, the spirit of understanding, because I'm a Libra, the balance and how important balance is, positive is just as important as negative. That Those feelings inside of us are there for a reason. It helps us survive. And although focusing on positive things in our life is super, super important, I totally agree with that. Focusing on the negative, um, or not focusing on it, but being aware of it is super important too, because the shit is going to hit the fan. You've heard me talk about it before. And if you've only been focusing on the positive the whole time, you're not going to be prepared to deal with the shit hitting the fan. So I like to arm you with all the tools that I can to help you get through a day. It's why I'm talking to you about trauma today. It's why I'm talking to you about how people cope with it, the warning signs, all of that stuff, because when something happens, and it will, to whatever varying degree, and you've heard what I've said to you about trauma, it's going to keep you, hopefully, from being down any longer than you need to be. It's The bounce back is going to be quicker. So uh, your lows are going to last for a shorter amount of time, and you'll live in your highs for a lot longer. That's my ultimate goal with you guys. So just remember when all that stuff is going on on social media, rainbows, butterflies, thinking positive, all of that stuff, super, super positive is important. But negative, being aware of the negative is important too, because it's also going to help you when the shit hits the fan. So I'm going to talk about that more later. I'm already at 22 minutes. Thank you so much for listening to me today. I love you guys for being so supportive of what I've got going on. I love the feedback that you guys are giving me, whether it's on Insta stories or um, 
messaging, DMing me on Instagram or Facebook or however you're a part of my life. And the fact that you've, if you're one of those people that have reached out to me and said, thank you, or that you've seen something I've done on IGTV or whatever, I just want to send you a big virtual hug through the airwaves and let you know that I, it means the world to me. And I hope you have a good two weeks. We're moving into the end of the year. It's freaking cold. Um, I'm going to hop off and let you guys go enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks again for listening. And remember, go do something good for yourself. And most importantly, go do something good for somebody else. I'll talk to you soon.